0: Hey, this is Rachel, and
1: you are listening to episode 25 of In Todd We Trust, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies in theaters and also gets off topic. Today, we'll be discussing Longshot.
0: All right, we are recording, Rach. There's no turning back now. All right. Um. All right, welcome to episode 25 of Entire We Trust. We have uh, my dear friend, Rachel Harrison, on the show today. Um, hello, Rachel. How are you doing?
1: I'm great. Glad to be here. Thanks, Todd.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, so the podcast now has a website. If you want to check out a few things, including the episode titles um, and descriptions, uh, www itwtpodcast.com is where you can access spoiler-free uh, one-sentence reviews and movie ratings, episode, like I said, episode descriptions, uh, song of the week playlist, and movie track playlist. Um, and you can also submit uh, a form to be a guest on the show. Um, cannot guarantee that you'll be on the show, but maybe you'll get lucky. Um, you can also listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts um, and also watch on YouTube YouTube. Each Saturday, the YouTube um, video will go up. And uh, each Thursday morning is when I put up the Spotify and Apple podcast. So like I said, we have Rachel here today, um, currently dating uh, one of my other good friends, Dan, who was on the show um, earlier in the series. Um, I think you're telling me before the podcast that you're thinking of cutting things off with Dan, Um. So sorry, Dan. No, just kidding. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, sorry. Private information. Yeah,
0: we'll edit it out. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, he doesn't
1: listen. Right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, Dan, you have a you have a rough weekend coming ahead of you, buddy. No, just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're still together. Jk, Jk, Dan.
0: We love you. Um, you all have a cat. Um, how long have you had your cat?
1: Uh, I think like. I don't know. Honestly, I try and not think about her as much as possible. <laughs> Maybe like two or three years.
0: Oh my gosh, that cat. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's she's kind of like a rotten cat for the listeners out there. Um, she's pretty evil. We got really excited about getting a cat. We thought she was going to be super lovable and fun to hang out with, but she just kind of picks on us and destroys our things (laughs) and picks on us really really mean to our guests like whenever we have people over yeah she's
0: she's never really been my my biggest fan you know i've (laughs) i've I've picked up on that the last couple times um it's not you (laughs) you know my i have a thing against cats though so she probably knows that she could probably feel that and sense that but yeah i I believe that all cats are evil um once (laughs) they become actual full-grown cats i love kittens but once they become cats it's like you know we gotta we gotta get rid of you um
1: she was even pretty evil as a kitten too, so we should have known. But uh, like yeah, if you have a rotten, rotten kitten, kitten, then yeah. <laughs> you're it's a, not like a fish where they like, live for like a week where you're like, oh I hate that fish, but it'll be gone <laughs> soon. Like, hate, hate well, a fish. Here's the next like twenty years of our life, basically. Yeah.
0: Some I'm just go on record <laughs> as saying something's wrong with you if you hate a fish. Like yes. how do you hate a fish?
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> like, so true. Like
0: how does a fish wreak havoc in your home? Um <laughs> So <laughs> Rachel is a Detroit native uh who actually gave me my first um tour of the city. Um I, did? You, I think you've given me a couple tours of the city at this point, but um, but yes, I, you and Dan gave me a, a drive-around. I'd oh, never yeah. been to, really been to Detroit before. Um, you know, kind of going around with you all. So um so yeah. Anyway, we'll get into it. Uh do you have a song of the week?
1: Um I was telling you a little bit. Oh there. yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: you didn't mention yet. What is it? <laughs>
1: So if I'm trying to be cool, no then, like, my song of the week is Out of My Head by Khalid and John Mayer because that's a song that I listen to when I've been, like, in the shower or washing dishes or whatever. But to be honest, I really haven't been listening to music a lot this week. <laughs> and when I have been, it's at work or school or, like, something to try and get in the zone. So my true my true North song of the week is <laughs> Nocturne in E-flat by Frederick Chopin, I think is his name. There
0: you go. There. <laughs> <laughs> there's no shame. There's no shame.
1: Well, I just listen to classical music because, like, at work when it gets super busy or loud, I feel like I, I it's hard to listen to music when there's words and still focus.
0: That's fair. So that it kind of, like,
1: it blocks noise out, but, you know, it does the job, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. No, I like classical music as well. Um, I think for that exact same reason and scenario like you know it's not necessarily something that like road trip like spring break and you throw on classical music right but yeah like (laughs) i think if you're doing like studying like i've definitely thrown on a classical music playlist before while studying yeah um when i rarely study um my song of the week i you know i have one written down but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna take a a page out of your book and give my actual real song of the week So so i have one written down that's uh a little bit like different more of a um hip hop dance type of song, which is different than what I currently have been having as my song of the week since I started this segment. Um, so I want to switch things up and add some diversity to the playlist. But if I'm going to be completely honest with myself, um, my actual song of the week is sympathy by vampire weekend. Um, they just came out with an album last week that is, is pretty good. It's pretty solid. It's probably like four or five, like really fire tracks on there. sympathy, I think is my favorite right now. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I've been jamming out to most this past week. Nice. Um I was love listening it. to it before I came in here. I was like, you know what, I gotta go with my, my real song of the week. <laughs> you know, I gotta be true to myself. Own your
1: identity Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Next segment we have um Random Rapid Fire. So I have ten questions for you. Oh, okay. And you have to quickly answer them. I don't have like a buzzer or anything like that, but you know, just try about to try movie. to have a little uh about movies in general. Oh so okay. not about this movie okay. specifically, but you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready. All right,
0: here we go. Uh, if you could be president for a day, what's the first thing you'd do?
1: Learn who killed JFK. Wow. Which I think is talked oh, about yeah, they, in the Yeah, movie. they brought up in the movie.
0: That was <laughs> yeah. funny. Uh, favorite rom-com of all time?
1: Oh. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see. I really like 500 Days of Summer.
0: Okay, so that's, I, that's I a weird that's one. that's a rom-com. I uh, it's a, I'll, I'll put it in a rom-com. It's a weird one, but it, it, I'd say rom-com. Um, if you started in a rom-com, which city would it be in?
1: i do Detroit. I yeah, don't think we really you were had any. Say that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we've had any rom-coms, and I feel like most are in New York City or all of Chicago them are. or something. So yeah,
0: I don't know if a lot of romance. Of yeah, I don't think you associate Detroit with romance, but yes. No, that's totally fine. You, you, you're, uh, your romance story can be here. Uh, favorite actress of all time?
1: I love Jennifer Lawrence. She's okay. so cool. J Law. Yeah. yeah, I
0: love J Law as well. Uh, favorite actor of all time? Um,
1: I think George Clooney. I totally have a crush on him. Okay. Love him. Yeah,
0: that's fair. He's he's a suave guy. Uh, worst movie you've seen in theaters? These are toughies. I know. I'm asking ones that like you have to actually like take some time to really think about.
1: I know. How is this rapid fire? I know. These right. Like
0: I'm giving you like deep essay questions. questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm, like, a for college or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, the worst movie I've seen in theaters.
0: We'll pass. We'll pass. Yeah, butter or no butter pass. on your popcorn?
1: Uh, I like butter. Yeah. Um, on there.
0: Do you talk during movies?
1: No strict no talking. Policy.
0: Okay, all right, good. I, I I like that. You know what? You, yeah, Dan Dan's a talker. So if you oh, both yeah. talk during <laughs> movies, you guys would never watch a movie. Uh, he doesn't
1: really like to go to the movies, but when he does go, like he enjoys it, and he's like, "Yeah, this was good."
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, least favorite movie genre.
1: I don't like horror movies at all. Yeah, I, I'm with you. The only time I've ever really watched horror movies was part of that like weird middle school phase where everyone's obsessed with them and. It's the cool thing to do to go to people's houses oh. and watch horror movies. I yeah, maybe I, that was just like my friends growing up. But. I
0: didn't get into that one. I mean, I definitely was like in the like you, you try to sneak like you weren't old enough to get into a rated R movie. So like oh, you try to sneak yeah. into a the like I've done that. Um, and that's probably the extent of like the trying to get into a horror movie. But other than that, like I, I never was with the I, that probably was a thing. It probably just wasn't a thing for me. Um, if you had to rewatch the same movie for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: I love Forrest Gump. I like still tear up every time I see that. It's just like, <laughs> such a good movie. It's a classic, yeah, so that's I feel like fair. I could, I could watch that over yeah. and over again. That's
0: fair. That's a classic. All right. Um, so before we get into movies, um, one thing that I thought was interesting this week that I was seeing about um, Sonic the Hedgehog, they just released a, an official trailer for it coming out later this year. And it got a lot of negative backlash because. They didn't feel like a lot of fans, myself included, didn't feel like Sonic looked like like wasn't stylized in the, in CGI like he looks in the um you know how he's looked in like cartoons and also the video game growing up. So a lot of people had some feedback for that, and um you know the the whether it be like the animator director I don't know who someone associated with the movie came out and said only three days after the trailer came out saying hey we are gonna go back and change him up to look like how he's supposed to look like. So they're about to go oh, redo wow. all that in the movie. Um, so I thought that was like interesting how powerful social media is and how much yeah. power it's given to consumers now. Like the fact that like, I mean, this isn't the only, this is one, um, example out of many where social, where people have taken to social media to complain about something. And then you see change. I mean, this also this week the I don't know if you saw, do, are you on Twitter?
1: Uh no, I, I used to have a so. Twitter. Okay, I retired it.
0: You retired it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was Ray Ray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Rachel's uh Rachel's Twitter handle is Ray Ray Ratchet, which is the funniest. I, I I still like wish she would bring it back now. Like I, it was the greatest Twitter handle. of don't all Don't
1: tell people that because I feel like they'll probably go and try and look up my old Twitter. Right. Is it, it still there? I don't think it's there, but like, oh, you never God. know with that. But that's true. I think part of the reason I retired it is because I used to tweet the dumbest things and it would be just like stream of thought. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you get an old Facebook post and right. it'll show you yeah, what you said time when you're in eighth yeah. grade. And I'm like, oh God, why are you showing me this?
0: You know what? So I've bad. I had time hop for a while, like the actual app um, for a while. And what's eerie for me is there were times when I would it would show me like what I tweeted like years ago. And it would be really close to something I tweeted the same, like, around the same time in oh, the weird. same time of year. Like, that would be... Unrela- you know, if I tweet something about, like, Christmas, like, obviously around t- December 25th, like, that makes sense. But it would be, like... Yo, it always annoys me, like, when people chew their food loudly. And it's, like... On the same week in April, like oh,
1: that's weird. So
0: that was odd for me. Like I saw that a couple times. I was like, okay, I'm deleting Time Hop because this is like eerie how like my brain works. Like it's that like is. subconsciously, you know, going in this loop where I'm saying the same stuff. So uh, that was weird. Uh, maybe that's just me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I thought that was interesting with social media, how like that the is, backlash.
1: And I was gonna say, like, didn't a similar thing happen with Aladdin and Will Smith um, as the genie, like originally? They were doing promos of him, and he looked super creepy to everyone. And so they kind of scaled back and redid the CGI I, or whatever.
0: I don't know. I you know I, you might be right. I haven't read anything about that. Um, you know, I'm still like questionable about, about this Aladdin. Love Aladdin the original. So we're gonna see how this one does, but. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll reserve judgment until I see, but yeah, some of that CGI for him being blue and st- I'm like I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Um,
1: that's kind of
0: <laughs> but, but I well, think
1: that's the toned down version though, I'm pretty sure.
0: We'll see. I hope so. I hope they tone it down. I'll um, check that. Yeah. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I definitely will. Um oh, random. How important is bacon for you to a breakfast to have at a breakfast place <laughs> at a breakfast restaurant?
1: Um I'm, I, when I go to a restaurant for breakfast, I typically, ha- I'm more of an omelet person. Okay. And so it doesn't really apply to me in most cases, but I like to have bacon on the weekends if I'm just like making my own breakfast.
0: Ah, but I do turkey getting bacon. crazy. Oh, oh, come on, Rachel. No, turkey bacon actually is good.
1: It's actually really good. Turkey
0: bacon's good. <laughs> I am, a, I am just an original pork bacon guy, but, uh, so I love bacon. Like I, I can put bacon on anything. Like I think yeah. bacon on anything makes it better. Um, and it's an essential for breakfast. So I, I thought about this this past weekend. Um, do you know where, you know, uh, La, what is it called? La Feria? Yeah. La Feria, whatever that's it's Fannish called. Place, the... That's below, that's in my apartment, the Crepe Place. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? That's at the, that's right by me.
1: I know what you're talking about. I thought La Far like La Faria was the Spanish tapas place. Oh, right that's right. The corner no,
0: it, that's called something else, but it's right. But that's, oh, no, you know what? Actually, know, you're right. You're absolutely right. That is the name of that place. I'm thinking this place has lost something else. Whatever. The place is, yeah. No, <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it is, whatever it was, <laughs> they closed down. Oh, so the crate place closed down in my apartment building. I never got to go. I never went either. But the reason I didn't go is because they didn't have bacon. Like you can't. <laughs> Like I'm not going to a crepe place No, nah, I would get I'll go get a crepe. I like crepes, but I don't yeah. like crepes without like I need some like bacon or something. Like I'll even take Canadian bacon if I have to take it. <laughs> but, Are you
1: a savory crepe kind of person then?
0: Um what is it? Savory and what's the sweet other one? Sweet and savory. Sweet and savory. Sweet
1: or savory.
0: Um, I would like sweet, but then bacon on the side. Oh, like okay. I'll get like like my go to at places is usually like i'm not a huge breakfast person I'm a, i'll get dinner at breakfast which is really weird and my yeah <laughs> my family makes fun of me because we'll go to like a breakfast place at like eight o'clock in the morning and i'll get like a turkey dinner with like oh, really? <laughs> mashed potatoes and corn and stuff yeah just or like fish different. yeah i just, it just always i just never <laughs> or whatever been a, you're
1: craving at the time yeah, yeah
0: i never like cared that it was like breakfast time like what does it matter when i eat the food but anyway i uh i'll get waffles and strawberries and whipped cream, and then I'll have like bacon on the side and maybe some like. On the hash side, browns. I can
1: accept if you were putting it in the crepe with all that other stuff. Oh, I'd that, that would be kind a little of weird. weird. Yeah, that'd be a little weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. check. you had to, yeah, get me checked in somewhere if I did that. Um, also, before we get into the movie, uh, Mason Ramsey, um, one of the greatest artists of our generation, or I don't even know if he's in our generation because he's like five years old, but um, is gonna be in Lansing performing uh, on Halloween. Oh, wow! so whoever wants to rage with me on Halloween at the Mason Ramsey concert in Lansing, hit me up. Let me know. I'm totally down. I'm in. So, uh, so I'm there. A huge fan. Anyway, finally getting to the movie. Uh, description for the movie. Long shot is, uh, when Fred Flarsky reunites with his first crush, one of the most influential women in the world, Charlotte field, he charms her as she prepares to make her run for presidency. Charlotte hires Fred as her speechwriter and sparks fly. So, I mean, you get a a good grasp of, you know, this is one of those movies where you get a pretty good grasp of like the entire movie from the trailer. Like you get it. Like she's really important. She's going for the presidency. She hires like, I mean, I just literally described it. Like, you know, hires him as speechwriter. Um, he's kind of like a bum at the time. Like he's like one of those, um, like he'll talk about, is, is he a political like writer yeah, before? Yeah, he's is a he kinda,
1: journalist. He's a he's journalist an activist.
0: Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. He's like a journalist activist. Um, and just quit his job because, uh, this like really shady guy just bought out his um his what newspaper that he's working for.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then you know she she reaches out and wants you know reaches out for him to write for her. Um, because obviously he has really he's a really good writer, really smart guy, and knows her from you know their childhood. So. Um, you know you see all that kind of in the previews and you see that they're going to end up together and it's like one of those like unrealistic like she's is, is basically hitch but in reverse like she 's like this or not in reverse, it's hitch, hitch you know what i mean like she 's like this unobtainable like amazing yeah. girl, and then you know he's like this like you know frumpy kind of like loserish guy like yeah, you know I what I mean just have it. a lot it's of confidence. Similar to, like hitch
1: reverse that's a good way to describe
0: yeah it. i didn't I just thought about it, but yeah that's kind of how they how it played out um but, yeah, so it came out May 3rd. Uh, the notable cast is uh, Charlize Theron as Charlotte Field. Uh, Seth Rogen as Fred Flarsky. Fred Flarsky sounds like a nerdy kid or whatever. Yeah, like
1: they picked a good name for that. It's, it's
0: hilarious. <laughs> uh, I love Seth Rogen. Um, and then you have O'Shea Jackson Jr., um, who is Seth Rogen's, like, best friend in the movie. Um, writers for the movie, we have Dan Sterling, uh, who, did, uh, who was a producer for a couple episodes of Girls. And also for The Office, um, and then also a writer for King of the Hill. Um, all of those three I, I watched, um, either watched all of it. Oh my nose is running, I'm sorry. Um but yeah, thank yeah, thank you for having <laughs> <laughs> saying You're sorry to the to, to the viewers. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Rachel, for watching having to watch me. Um I should have brought tissue. But anyway, um, I watched all those shows. I like all of them. I'm a huge fan of girls uh on HBO and um Huge fan of The Office. I love Steve Carell. Steve Carell's like one love of my favorite. Love Yeah. So classic. Um, and, uh, you know, Steve Carell's one of my favorite actors of all time. King of the Hill is one of those, like, offbeat, like, um, cartoons that come on Adult Swim or came on Adult Swim. And it was like one of those I'd watch when nothing else was on, but I really liked it. Uh, Liz Hanna is the other writer for the movie, uh, who also did The Post in uh, All the Bright Places, which is coming out later this year. The runtime for the movie is two hours and five minutes. Um, any initial thoughts you had about the movie before I get into like some of the stuff I was going to say, you know, we'll go through it, but just like, I don't know if it, you know, some people like to get off something off their chest for the movie.
1: Yeah. Um, no, no major spoilers, right?
0: Oh, we can spoil. Oh no, we're spoiling. Oh, we're it. spoiling. Oh yeah. We're oh, spoiling, let's go yeah. in. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had really high hopes for the movie. I feel like I really liked the first half of it. Yeah. It was going really strong, a lot of momentum. I feel like it had really good intentions. It was definitely really funny. I was laughing the whole time, but kind of towards the like the second half, toward the end, I don't know. I just it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I feel like yeah, it lost me. I was kind of disappointed with it because, like the whole like female empowerment thing, like first woman running for president, like that was all really cool, and I I liked the way that they were doing that, but then when they were like taking molly and yeah. <laughs> like i don't know it it's just kind of started to take a weird turn yeah like, it just seemed like it was more towards the end of it, it was kind of like punchline driven yeah instead of storyline driven and yeah. it was a lot of just like cheap sex jokes and like drugs and like that's to be expected with right. a like comedy or uh especially a seth rogan movie right But I feel like they just didn't really finish that strong with it. And then even just the way it ended, I feel like it became more about like her and pop culture and like what he, like what they had on him that she was blackmailed for. Yeah. And I feel like that became why people ended up loving her was because of that instead of what she stood for. So that kind of like irritated me.
0: Yeah, that's Um, fair.
1: Walking out of the movie, I was like, yeah, that was a good movie. I, I liked it. It was funny. well intentions, like I said. But then after thinking about it, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, overall.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, you you hit the nail on the head and you brought up something that I hadn't even – I hadn't broken up the movie into, like, first half, second half. But now that you say it, it makes complete sense. Like, I, I completely agree that um, the second half definitely felt more like a Seth Rogen – like, yeah. bro-ish, like, this is, like, one of the, like, movies he'll do with, like, him and, like, Jonah Hill or, like, him and... Uh, right, like, uh,
1: James what? Franco. Yeah, James Franco. I yeah. couldn't think
0: of his name. But, yeah, James Franco. It, it felt like that. It did get to that point yeah. where it's, like, some of the just, like, stupid sex jokes or, like, them being on tripping on Molly and then, like, going on the news and, like, yeah. it's, like, th- come on, like, that's...
1: The Molly thing really irritated me, like, not because I'm, like... I don't know, like, not them doing Molly irritated me, yeah. but just, like, the fact that the, her one more, like, when she had to make a security call, where it was kind of, like, typically more of a male-dominated thing in terms of what you typically see in movies. Yeah. When she had to make that security call, she ended up, like winning it and being successful and they made it seem like it was because she was on Molly. Right. And that was just kind of like well maybe she's actually just really smart and right. knew how to talk out of that situation. Right. So I I didn't like that scene.
0: Yeah I think you know I think you uh, naturally um, you know pick up on stuff that like I think there's sometimes like us as guys don't pick up on some of the stuff that is like the the undertones of mm-hmm. like like you're saying like you know she can she can be strong. Uh, she could be a strong woman who has the intelligence to get out of that situation on her own. Right. Um, and how you how you perceive it's interesting to see how like you perceive. Like I didn't even take think of it that way, but now that you say it, I'm like, wow, that is true. Like they, it definitely was written in that way. Like where you're like, okay, a guy definitely wrote that. Like Seth Rogen definitely wrote that part. Like where yeah, they are on for sure. Um, You know, probably not even intentionally thinking it, but subconsciously probably thinking like, you know, you're right. That is that is kind of how. Um, it was perceived as like a male dominated and you had the guy like yeah. standing over her shoulder, the general, who's like, you gotta be strong. You got it. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, you know, in a, in a way they're trying to make it like she can do it on her own, but you're right. Like, why can't she, like, why does she have to be like blackout or like, why does she have to be like tripping to like,
1: well, not even that, like I, I didn't even have a problem with them going out and having a fun time. Cause like, yeah, she was under a lot of stress or whatever, Right. but just the way that that scene kind of ended, where they were like, "Oh, she got out of it because she was tripped out." Right. That was why I was like, "Well, she probably could have gotten it out of it if she right. wasn't like yeah. that." She probably so, would have been
0: better off without the, the without the Molly. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, I I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, that is, that's a good point. Um, I do think, like you said, I think there were this movie was something where I think it had um, it had a good amount of like funny like laugh out loud like even if you're by yourself moments um but yeah it, it you know for me it, it was kind of what I was it's, it's what you expect with a with a rom-com you know Charlize Theron is is not someone who I would expect to be in a movie quite as silly as this was yeah def- did, I
1: was looking at other movies she's been in and it def- definitely did not seem yeah
0: I love her typical for her no it did, it didn't it didn't seem like something that you know it like you said it was that mix of like okay we have a Pretty decent, like you know, you know what's gonna happen. It's Mm -hmm. your typical rom com. Like they're not doing anything super creative, but then it's like here comes Seth Rogen with just like the like stupid like slapstick like you know yeah humor, and it's like yeah like that's just kind of like broy type humor where it's just like stupid, but it's like that like with that you kind of messed up a movie that was not already it wasn't gonna be a classic. Like it's not winning awards, but it was on pace to just be like. You know that was like a you know a pretty good movie like that was right a,
1: yeah I've, it had so much potential yeah and it it could have been really good and not that like those slapstick movies are necessarily bad like everyone no. likes to watch that every once in a while but like if you're going to make a movie with the intent of like just having a lot of really funny punchlines and stuff yeah. then just have kind of like a
0: just do that like
1: an average storyline and right. focus on like the one liners and stuff right but they built it up so that it was going to be this like. Almost like a feminist tone type of movie. Yeah. And then it just like became just <laughs> another Seth Rogen movie.
0: Yeah, that is so. true. Yeah, it definitely did start out like that. You know, and her talking about like her dreams as a kid and yeah. like her seeing that through. And then like obviously like them highlighting basically how dumb some of the males were in the movie, like the president. Mm-hmm. Like they made, he like he was a complete idiot. And it's like, um, you know and and how he wanted to go like back to tv and stuff like that like that yeah. that was some of that was like really funny like how you know his how they had his character
1: Yeah, um, kind of pokes fun at like politics today which right. I liked and like don't get me wrong to give them credit I felt like it was really refreshing cuz you don't I feel like it was kind of the first of its kind type of movie where mm. you don't really see a lot of movies like that um but just overall I I feel like it could have been executed better
0: Yeah, they yeah, they definitely could have um you know, if you're Seth Rogen, I don't know how he pitched to Charlize Theron like, "Hey, we're gonna make out a lot in this movie." Like, yeah. she probably was like, "Wait, why? Why? Why do we have to? Right. Do we have to? Can I get a stunt double?" But like, I, yeah, like, how do you like write this movie and then like pitch that to like, "Hey, like, this is what we're doing." It's like, yo, did you just create this just so that we can make out? Basically, uh,
1: just so they could be together. Yeah, right. <laughs> he this probably is, has a huge crush on her. Right. <laughs> like, literally,
0: wrote in real life. Yeah. Her. Exactly right. Like let's see who the like lead is in the next one. Um yeah. it was uh who who was it? Amy Schumer who had like a um I might have talked about this before on this podcast, I can't remember. But like Amy Schumer had this joke talking about how like you have these movies and it's like some like schmuck of a guy who like gets this beautiful girl and the girl's just like taken aback that she like and that wasn't this movie, like obviously like he like realized like I love you and like I like want to be with you and it was more of her like coming around. But like um what is the movie with uh Kevin James where he's like zookeeper? Have you ever seen that where he's like I don't think <laughs> He's so. a zookeeper and his like in the love interest is Rosario Dawson and it's like okay. she's like this like girl who he never notices and she just really like loves him and he just, he never sees her. And it's like, wait, come, come on now. Time out. Like, are you serious? Like Rosario yeah. <laughs> Dawson is like fawning over Kevin James and like, he right. doesn't notice her until the end of the movie. Like, come on. Let's be real. So, um, <laughs> so, and she made a joke about it, which is funny. Like made me think like, right. Yeah, you're right. Like who's writing these movies? Like did Kevin James write that movie? Yeah. Like he had to have. Um, also uh, O'Shea Jackson, I can't see him without seeing Ice Cube. First of all, like in any movie, like all I see is Ice Cube when I see him. Like, wait,
1: what was? Do you him? not know? Wait, I don't do think you, I picked up on that. Wait,
0: wait, wait, time about Rich. Do you? So his best friend in the movie. So yeah, Seth Rogen's best friend. Um, that's Ice Cube's son.
1: No way. You didn't know that? Okay, I can see the resemblance. Yeah.
0: Like, now that, now you, that you now, now that, I that I tell that. you, now when you see him and stuff, you're gonna be like, that's all you're gonna be able to see okay, is Ice yeah. Cube. Yeah. Um, for sure. but that's all I can see when I see him. Um, also he wasn't funny. Like he. He was not really funny. Like
1: he didn't seem like a very good actor. No. Like, I feel like his lines were probably funny, but it Yeah, seemed he
0: didn't very, execute like,
1: I don't know. I felt kind of That's also- you could definitely tell like he's not used to acting. I yeah. don't know. He just didn't really seem like I feel like he probably had a good script that he was working off of and if someone else he just was squandered it. those lines, then we all would have been laughing. But yeah. it just seemed very unnatural and I don't know. He wasn't totally in the character, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know Seth Rogen's character too. Like, again, they had a lot of funny parts, but I feel like at some points it was just like, with all his movies, it's like, okay, simmer down. Like that's too over the top, right? Yeah. Like it's like he like he throws the laptop in the snow, and it's like, come on, Seth. Right. Like that's too like you can be pissed off, but like
1: yeah, and you and know, he's like oh, I have copies of it, and then he's like, oh my god, yeah, he out and gets it like. Did this really just occur to you that that you probably shouldn't have done yeah, that? Yeah,
0: like it was at that point too when they're uh out of the country and you know they're trying to get this um this bill power, you know, support for this bill or whatever they're passing. Um
1: like a environmental bill.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um and uh they like, you know, they they're under fire. Like their entire like hotel room is like under fire or whatever, and they have to like evacuate. Um, it made me think about this funny story when uh, <laughs> when I uh, I was at uh, my friend's lake house and I was with you know Meg Rayfack uh, you know you know you don't know Meg anyway I we, met we
1: might have met before you
0: probably met she was on our she was on our our uh, no you would never play on our IM teams
1: yeah no I wasn't cool enough yeah.
0: <laughs> you're I always didn't invited have the talent you're I never <laughs> made
1: I never <laughs> made tryouts. <You're laughs>
0: Well, we had, so anyway, so the, the scene where they're, you know, blowing stuff up uh, in their hotel room made me think, uh, you know, we're at, we're at the lake house um, and Meg's younger brother, Ryan, is letting, he always lets off fireworks for 4th of July. Oh, so we're all funny. sitting there on the beach and one goes off like too close to us and like comes towards us a bit. So the sparks go and out of like, out of just like natural, um, natural, uh, what am I trying to say? natural reaction, Yeah, I I put, like, i like, throw Meg in front of me and, like, go behind her. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing happened, but just, it, and it's on video, too. So it's even worse is that, like, That's so bad. it's, like, in my head, I always thought, like, oh, I would always, like, protect someone else. And then in that split second, just, like, going off of instinct, yeah. I was just, like, wanting to just throw her in front of me. It's, oh, like, no. <laughs> it's amazing. I'll show you the video after this. Are but, you a
1: Seinfeld watcher? Or?
0: No, I never – only because of the fact that it, when it was out, like obviously we were young kids, mm-hmm. and my mom used to watch it, and I used to think it was like the most boring thing ever. So it, obviously I was like As five, a kid, yeah. yeah, five or six. Like none
1: of the jokes probably made sense. To
0: no, you. it just was like this is not colorful. So right. I, I remember being like six <laughs> years old, being like this show is stupid. Like why does my mom watch this show? <laughs> like I like seven, eight years old, and i will be like this is dumb. Like I want to watch cartoons. So that just stuck with me. So then never I never re- tried to rewatch it either. And then watching 90 shows now is like hard. Like watching like. Shows with, like, a live audience and stuff is, like, hard to watch now for me. For whatever reason, I don't know if I'm just, like, past it now or yeah. what. But, like, I'm too evolved. <laughs> but,
1: You're too good for the rest of us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't do it. Um,
1: no, yeah. I was going to say. Um, Did that this,
0: remind you of a scene?
1: Uh, yeah, there's this Seinfeld episode where George is at this party and he's trying. He's dating this one girl. and Yeah. There's someone else fire or something, and he ends up pushing over like all the kids at the party. <laughs> he runs out, pushes over the girl he's dating, pushes over her mom, like <laughs> to save himself, and he just like can't come back from it. No, it's a good one. if that if you watch one episode, yeah, like, watch that one just so you can understand this reference.
0: Oh man, I would uh, you know, I'm not. I'd like to think that again that I'd uh, you know, have given some time to think and plan that I, you know, I'd help other people out but in that situation it was like instinct was like I gotta I gotta hide I gotta duck um, you never
1: know in those like intense <laughs> situations like how you react yeah I mean don't know. even like I was a lifeguard for probably five years yeah. and did all those CPR training and everything first aid training and then someone at our work was choking like a couple weeks ago and I'm just looking around like yeah like who's gonna jump in <laughs> Anyone know what to do? And no. then like, I'm so so self conscious because I'm like, hopefully all these people like know that I did all this training. <laughs> I should probably know how to save this poor woman. But luckily, someone from the couple rows over, like I kid you not, that he like literally leaped over the cubicles <laughs> to save this woman.
0: And you're just standing <laughs> he there.
1: Comes sprinting. I'm like, oh thank God for him because
0: yeah, you're listening to classical music. You're just yeah. like,
1: <laughs> I'm too into classical music. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Put your headphones back in. Just <laughs> sit back down over yeah, here.
1: Yeah, no, it was That's, scary though. But yeah, and that, that was, was like, scary. <laughs> it yeah. was. But yeah, and those like intense situations—you never know how you're gonna react.
0: react <laughs> honestly. Oh my gosh. Um. Uh, another funny part that I had was was the opening scene. So I thought the opening scene was like that I was, it was
1: a trailer. Yeah, it was
0: intense. But like yeah. when they had so the opening scene is like they have uh, the, he's at a uh, like neo-Nazi meeting. Our white nationalist meeting, and uh, Seth Rogen is, and he's, like, going undercover as a journalist to get an idea of, like, what they're up to and, like, I don't know, doing an expose on them. And obviously Seth Rogen in, in real life, I believe, is, is Jewish. Um, but uh, At least his
1: character is. His in character
0: in the movie life, is yeah. Jewish. Um, but, so... <laughs> He, uh, so he's there and they like, f- you know, force him to get like a, a swastika tattoo that he gets part of. it That was that, I mean, that part was, that, that was fun. That whole scene was, that was a yeah. funny opening scene. So it was a classic Seth Rogen type of scene, but that had me laughing really hard. Um, it did
1: start off really serious. So that's yeah I, that like, I thought it was what are the we trailer. Doing? Yeah. I was like, when's the movie starting? Cause it was, until I saw Seth Rogen, obviously right. I knew it was part of the movie, <laughs> but at first I was like, what
0: is this? <laughs> yeah, it was intense. I was like, what is happening? Um, And then when they were, uh, when her assistant was basically trying to convince her that dating Seth Rogen wouldn't, uh, her poll numbers would go down, and she's showing the different pairings of, like, how people reacted to different couples, Mm -hmm. comparing them. And then when she showed the one of Jennifer Lawrence and a a potato and a a windbreaker, i die. Like, it's just, like, silly stuff that like that. That like,
1: <laughs> That girl's character, they did not make her likable at all.
0: No, she all. sucked. <laughs> she sucked. And when they ran into each other, like, hooking up, like, she yeah. was hooking up with the other guy, and when they ran into each other in the hallway, that scene was really funny, that too. That was
1: funny. No, I feel like she, like... A lot of times in movies you have that person that just no one likes. I feel like she was kind of the Angela uh like yeah, from right. the office. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like the Angela of this movie where you just can't like her. Yeah,
0: they they made her that for sure and yeah. and she has some she definitely was like funny. Like her like current her, her, yeah. her. it was uh, was Having
1: was, her was like essential, but yeah. it just made you not like
0: her at all. Oh, 100%. Um a couple of things too that I had jotted down. Um how much do you think speech writers make? Like, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, they obviously, he, like, had just quit his job and, you know, was kind of bummy and they're like, you know, obviously this is a huge upgrade, like an offer you can't refuse type of deal. And I was thinking, like, how much do you think those type of writers make?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. And this movie did definitely make me think about that role. You never really think about the speechwriters that much, but... um you Especially
0: just, that's like the highest that you can go as far as speech writing, yeah. like
1: I mean, you just assume that like whoever's saying it came up with it, but I'm sure in most cases not true, but right. um I don't know maybe like hundred k
0: yeah, I don't know. I might need to become a speechwriter, like <laughs> if you get Charlize theron at becoming a speechwriter, then yeah. I need to switch I mean, my if game off that is,
1: like the top of your industry like I would yeah. think you could hopefully make like good money yeah,
0: you'd think right I don't know I, I would be interested to know to know that um. Then also, like, the concept with this movie of, like, a like less attractive, less successful guy. Is it realistic that he gets Charlie's Theron?
1: I mean, I think so. I, I think so, too. I like that part of it where she was so frustrated by how the media treated her and just how her past relationships had been. And even that, like, one Canadian guy, the prime right. minister, or whatever, how he was boring to talk to right <laughs> and seth rogan seemed more different and yeah. i can totally see someone in that role like appreciating being, that yeah really appreciating that yeah. and like liking someone who is themselves and i can see it happening.
0: yeah i i think so too i just wanted to add because i you know i i think obviously in this movie like they dramatize it a lot or it's like yeah. he's just like this super like loser and you know it's like you know I think in real life, though, those type of, you know, th- that type of relationship is, pop- I mean, you see it all the time, yeah. even amongst celebrities and amongst, I, guess, I don't want to say normal people, like we're just like some mere mortals and they're like this, like demigod of some of some sort. But, but you do see that where it's like, you know, the, the less attractive, like nerdy guy gets like,
1: yeah, I feel like it may not happen. that
0: looks mean in any, you know, I mean, right. looks on everything, which is the, I guess the, the overall message here is, you know. It's about what's on the inside, but.
1: Yeah, I feel like it kind of underestimated the values of the public, though, because it was just, like, making it seem as though, oh, this could never happen. Right. That's yeah. <laughs> out of this world. You might as well date a potato. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't really think it's that far no, out there. right. At all. I no. mean, there's a lot of celebrity couples that are not, like, one or both people aren't that attractive. And oh, for sure. And people still love them. So. For
0: sure, yeah. Um, that almost makes you like them more. Yeah. Um, for me at least. Um, shout out to them playing Frank Ocean's uh, version of Moon River. So Moon River, the I mean, I think it was kind of like an ode to. I'm assuming an ode to Breakfast at Tiffany's because Audrey Hepburn sung it in that in that movie. Um, but I love Frank Ocean, so I like that they used his version for the movie. Yeah, I think. I mean, it would have been kind of weird if they used the version from a Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then another rom, you know, romance movie. Um,
1: I guess if I'm thinking back to our like uh, round table, or round robin, or whatever you said, the rapid fire. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakfast, Breakfast at Tiffany's is like my all time favorite.
0: All time, okay. Rom
1: com. That's fair. Now that I've had like some thirty minutes. Yeah. Or <laughs>
0: You've just been sitting there, not even thinking yeah. about the review. You've just been thinking about that question.
1: Yeah. Oh, we got another chance. To my right.
0: There you go. Well, yeah. we'll go back. We'll just edit that part and just yeah. like drop it the, during the rapid Sound fire. Bite. Yeah. It sounds like super, super out of place. Yeah. Um,
1: you can just, do it though. You can make it happen.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll make it happen. Um, so, in, in this movie, obviously, they travel a ton for, you know, they're just traveling all over the place and it made me think about you know my personal obviously naturally when you see a story you watch a movie you um you draw similarities to your own life and i thought about like my like previous job where we were just talking about before the podcast where i was traveling like all the yeah. time and at the time i would like sometimes complain you know some places you go cool some places you're like i'm just tired of traveling like even if they are cool places like i just want to be in my own bed and stuff and what's funny is that, you know, now obviously the grass is always greener. But now that I'm I'm sitting down, like, the last couple of weekends, I haven't had anywhere to go or anything to do, really. And I just feel like I need to do something. Like, I'm sitting on my couch, yeah, so like I need to antsy. figure something. Yeah, I get antsy. Like, not – and I always feel like I'm missing something. Like, I always feel like a weekend, like, what am I forgetting to do? Like, am I forgetting to go somewhere? Like, was I supposed to do something with someone? Like, mm-hmm. so now I'm, like, been even more organized with, like, my calendar because I just don't want to miss anything. Because yeah. before, it's like my weekends were pretty much, like – a wash like a lot of the times, especially when it got warm out uh, with events. So, um, so it is that that's a weird feeling of like not having something. That so is I, I gotta get a life because yeah.
1: you were traveling a lot. So, yeah. and once you are doing that, I mean traveling, it's fun when you do it, you know, for fun or like every now and then for work. Right. But if you're traveling, you know, every other week or even more, right? It, it takes a toll on you. Like my dad travels all the time. And yeah. Even like like not like his health is declining but he is so sick of eating out because it just makes you feel like crappy after a while even if you're 100% even if you're going to a nice restaurant and ordering like not even that bad for you things it's
0: not the same eating
1: out like all the time just makes you not feel good
0: and you can't it's hard to get a routine too so like when you travel it's hard to like stay on a a workout routine Mm -hmm. and like you know do the same so you know you do in to drink enough water like you know i mean each day like you're traveling you don't think about that type of stuff and you are just gonna get the like closest bite to eat yeah so it is um so yeah i mean health wise that is that is true something to consider when you travel a ton
1: have you ever this is not like a brand sponsored call oh. out, but <laughs> have you ever been to um even hotels no i think it's by like hilton or one of those big chains or something okay. um and it's a wellness hotel and you hmm. go and they have like a really nice gym there you go in and there's like plants everywhere and infused water and oh. in every room they have uh yoga mats and like resistance bands and stuff Wait. and it's meant for people who travel that are looking for like wellness and to incorporate like to have that routine not be lost i feel
0: completely. like i have been to one I, f- I went to a hotel it might have been a hilton actually that they offered specific rooms like that was it in san antonio where was i at Some place i went and they offered like Hey, if you want like this type of room, mm-hmm. like it has a yoga mat, and then we'll have like classes, oh, and then nice. we'll like we'll have so they it was I, like exactly what you're describing, mm-hmm. but every room didn't necessarily have, or they bring it in there, like we can bring it and have it in here, like room service will bring, or not room service, uh, cleaning service will come and like yeah. replenish all this stuff, like kind of what you're describing. So maybe that's
1: yeah, they yeah. would like wash your workout clothes, if yeah, you put them yep. out. instead of like clean your shoes, they yep. would wash your workout clothes, so maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Maybe you did stay there. I have. Like
1: other people are catching on, but it, it's kind of funny because it's called even hotels because all the numbers are even. Like oh, they don't have odd numbers. Oh,
0: so I would not you miss around kind and of get lost yeah. in there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> took me a while to realize that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll end this like advertisement. Yeah, right for that's for not even hotels. An advertisement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, even hotels, for sponsoring yeah. entire. Sh- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: if you want to, though, yeah, right.
0: You <laughs> um. Also, you know, in this, you know, the, the movie dealt with the idea that like, would you, so if you have this lifelong goal, you know, whatever it is, I, you know, I don't know if you have one that you're like, I definitely want to accomplish this. Would you be willing to compromise your morals to get to that goal? And that was like something that like she had, like a crossroads she had at the end of the movie. Um, Would you, or is there like a, is there like a, a range on that or you like absolutely would not compromise morals to get to like your end goal?
1: I think everyone likes to say that, like, oh, no, I would never compromise my morals. Yeah. But especially in this movie, it kind of makes you think, like, oh, if I were in that situation, it would be really hard. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd like to say that I never would. Right. But who knows? Like, I can definitely relate to, like, Charlotte, the main character, and what she went through. Because right. like, that would be hard. Like, especially if the President of the United States is telling you to do something. He's right. your boss. We're not even at that level. Like, if your leader or boss or whatever is telling you to do something, it can be hard to speak out and say no. So right. I definitely would like to think that I would stick to my morals, hopefully. What about you? Yeah.
0: I, you know, I. same, exact same thing. Like, yeah, ideally, like, I'd sit here and say, like, yeah, no way I'd, you know, compromise my morals, but at the same time, like, faced with that actual, like, decision – and you have like, you know, what is seemingly everything you've ever wanted mm-hmm. and your, you know, your end goal that you have for however many years that you've been planning out and work so hard for seems to be right here. And this at the time seems to be the only path. Um, then it, it would be tough, you know, because I, I mean, I always I definitely believe that, like, you know, you read what you sow and that also like, you know, if you put if you do the right thing, then it'll all work out, at some you know, mm-hmm. in some fashion the way it's supposed to. So, you know, keeping that in mind, I would I'd like to think that no matter what I was faced with, I'd be like, "Nope, I'll do the right thing and it'll work out." But like like you said, life is right there, it would be tough. So, I'd like yeah. to say yes.
1: But I we'll do see. think everything like will come around though, and I think yeah. it's probably more tempting to like bend your morals if you're more so behind the scenes from the public, but I think it was telling that her I don't want to say breaking point, but, like, her point of turning around was when she actually had to talk about what she believed in in her speech, and she was, like, I can't do this. I I can't just, like, sit up here and lie. Yeah. And I feel like I would probably be the same. Like, I I might not be perfect, like, the whole way, like, the whole journey or whatever, but if I had to go and, like, talk about what I was doing and act like I was... Like sticking to my morals and everything when I really wasn't—that would probably be, be really tough. hard. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I'd probably that, come clean too. Same.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I've always been a bad liar. I've never really tried to. I've never really tried to lie that often. So I mean, I mean, sometimes it comes off very blunt, but I try to be conscious of that. But yeah, no, I've I've never been really good at lying. So if I got up there, it probably wouldn't even come off as believable. I'd be like, all right, no, like I can't.
1: Yeah, and, and you the do not have of someone, a poker face whatsoever. Yeah, no,
0: I'd be terrible. And I think. Um, Yeah, and the thought of someone telling me what to do, I hate people telling me what to do. So that would definitely be like, that would be a struggle too. If someone like trying to blackmail me to do something, Mm -hmm. then that would, that would be tough. That would be tough.
1: Plus, too, like if, like with blackmailing, if you let people blackmail you one time, then um, it's probably going to happen again. Yeah, but I say, when does it end? (laughs) Or people can get your way. Yeah. Get their way with you if you blackmail. You are blackmailed. Yeah,
0: unless you kill them. like no, you just gotta keep killing people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta, next thing you know, you have
1: the a list of a bodies. Yeah, turn. it takes a weird turn. Yeah, she just
0: becomes a, it becomes a murder mystery.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's crazy. Uh, another funny thing that made me think of something uh, personal was um, when O'Shea Jackson at the end when you know she decides to say, you know, F, you know, F the presidency, you know, even if I, if I don't get it, I don't get it. And they start making out in front of her apartment and he's like, he starts, you know, he starts the chant of like, you know, whatever, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Charlotte. he's like, I started the chant. I thought about like when I was a kid, me and my aunt, and my aunt's like really like an older sister. She's only seven years older than me. So she's like an older sister really we would uh, compete to see who could start a clap at stuff, like oh. different functions. So especially like church, like if it was a moment where we thought like it was a clap would start, we try to be the first people in the church to clap and then like be like, we start the clap. Yeah. Like, so I don't know where we saw that. We saw it in some movie or whatever. But then after that, like, or we go to like graduation or we go to like my sister's like dance competitions. Like we try to be the one who start the clap. <laughs> so maybe think of that and this is like so silly oh God, like i have to start that up. Cute. yeah next time i see like next time I'm with her at an event i'm definitely gonna be like let's let's start a clap up yeah. um let's see <laughs> who can start you a clap ever
1: started a wave at a sports stadium
0: no that's hard
1: that's a good bucket list thing though
0: you have to you you can't start a wave solo like you have to like be like i mean you could be the one who who organizes it but you definitely have to it get like to 20 people with you like yo we're all gonna like get this wave going right. but like that's a hard, if you start a wave, like, that's something I put on my resume. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Major respect there, if you can pull
0: that off. <laughs> yeah. I almost would delete everything else on my resume and just put, like, wave starter. Like,
1: that's it. Start
0: a wave in 2013. <laughs>
1: that's like, all you <laughs> need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaks for itself. Yeah.
0: I'd hire a wave starter. Um, in conclusion, though, I feel like the movie. <laughs> um,
1: what a great job, though. Right?
0: Yeah. You're just, yeah. He starts waves. Um but uh, was the I, waiver. yeah, the, the <laughs> <Sorry>. waiver. <laughs> right, we just keep going. <laughs> you can go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, um, I feel like it's a good at home movie. So I feel like you know, I don't know, I don't know that you go to the theaters to see it. It, I wasn't pissed that I went to the theaters, and I yeah. wasn't I wasn't upset you get by any means. But I go I always go matinee anyway. Like I go to matinee showings, I go to five dollar Tuesday. So I you know I'm never really mad when I leave because it's like okay cool. Especially five dollar Tuesday, I go five dollars and I got free popcorn. Like we're we're good. But um, you know I think you know what you're gonna get for the most part. Again, like you said, it is one of those where you know what you're gonna get, but. It had potential to be maybe more than what you're expecting, yeah. but it, it ended up just kind of being what you're expecting by the end of it. Um, good amount of like laugh out loud moments, um, and so, you know Seth is going to to be Seth Rogen, like right. you just know yeah. that. You if you see him in a movie and he has any part <laughs> in writing or you know which I'm sure he you know he has some say in his character and stuff, you know you kind of know what you're gonna get exactly. Um, yeah, and just so you know good. if you're ready for that, then you you know you won't be really disappointed. Um, so what would you give this movie? Um out of uh or on a scale of one to ten
1: I would say maybe six out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Ten being like Oscar winning best well, yeah. movie ever, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, six I, I gave 10. it right around there. Six I gave it six point five. Um, gave it some love. But um but yeah, I you know, I think it was, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, maybe, you know, if you go five dollar Tuesday date night, cheap date night. It's not terrible. Yeah. Um Netflix though, I think is probably the one like if That's
1: a good place for it. If
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah. <laughs> if you, you know, if you and if you and Dan are chilling at home on a Friday and it's like, yo, this is like a lazy Friday. It's raining outside. Yo, let's see on Netflix. Oh, okay, cool. Long shots on here. Like you're not mad that you watched it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would watch it again. I wouldn't seek it out to watch it again, right. but it's that type of movie where it was like I'm good. Seeing this once, like I right. got what I wanted to get out of this. But right. if, if like someone wanted to see it and hadn't seen it, I would probably watch it with them. But yeah, overall not like too. Not
0: run into so, it. Yeah. Um, also, I, I was about to forget to to mention this, and I'm so glad that I said Dan. Um, He's in recent,
1: walking by here, by the way. Um, Dan, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> He's been doing labs. <laughs> Just to catch a glimpse of you, I guess. Of course. Oh,
0: my God. I wish I would have seen him doing it. Um, (laughs) I didn't want to distract you. Oh, my gosh. Only Dan. Um, He, uh, for the last several years, I thought he, since he started growing his beard, I thought he looked like Seth Rogen.
1: He got that one time. Yeah. We were. I've
0: said it to him for, like, since college, like, since he started growing his beard out. Yeah,
1: it was funny, because we were in college, like, in East Lansing, and it was around the time of Halloween. Yeah. And I think. Like, we didn't, weren't really dressed up, but kind of those like half costume yeah. things <laughs> where you like throw on a cow, ha- cowgirl hat or something like that. Right. Um, and he was just wearing a wings jersey. Like, he was just like a hockey player, or whatever, right. like half costume kind of thing. Right. And someone came up to him and was like, oh my God, you're Seth Rogen. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs>
0: That's great. I, he
1: just like ran with it. And he's like, yep. <laughs>
0: I I can totally you can see it, man. Like I, yeah, I've thought it for a while, especially with like the red beard and everything. Like for sure,
1: he's been getting Prince Harry a lot too. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Which hopefully people think he's like the younger Prince Harry, right? And not like not like the older,
0: balding.
1: the bald <laughs> like the one right now. But um, especially around the time that him and Meghan Markle were getting married, yeah, um, people were like, "Oh my gosh, you look like Prince Harry." I I think is just like are put into this category together. Not that Dan's, like, a redhead. He has, like, a reddish tint. Like, yeah. But I feel like people who have a red hue to their hair just kind of get lumped together, and they're like, oh, they that all is true."
0: Alike. You know, that is, that is so true. Um, so, sorry that we're stereotyping uh, red yeah, hue sorry. hair people. <laughs> red hue.
1: Please, we do not mean <laughs> to offend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the red hair community. Um, any upcoming movies you're excited about?
1: I'm excited about Dumbo. I haven't seen that oh, yet. You haven't and that's seen on it? My list. Okay.
0: All right. You should, um, you should, li- no, actually, you can't listen to it. You should see the, you should see the short review, like I, like I mentioned on my website. That would be a good, so that you don't have spoilers, listen to the yeah, podcast. Yeah. I'm going to
1: check it out and then I'll make sure to watch the podcast after.
0: Yeah. Um, because yeah, I've been wanting out.
1: to see that. I want to see, um, I think is it hustle hustler or something with Rebel Wilson? Oh and, yeah, um, Fat and Amy. Hathaway. I never call her
0: by her real name, but yeah, Fat Amy. Yeah, yeah, from, from, yeah that's <laughs> yeah, she's always like Fat Pitch Amy perfect, to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Pitch Perfect. I don't
1: really like Rebel Wilson that much, but that that movie looked pretty good. Yeah, I checked All right. it
0: out. Yeah, let me know what you think. I don't I don't know if that'll be one that makes it to the podcast, but I might I might go see it because I like both of them. So
1: yeah,
0: um, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I hesitate saying this, but Anna. So I saw a preview for when I went and saw Longshot um, and it's like an action movie where she's like this like secret spy. And I'm nervous because it's the same people who did Lucy, which I've gone on record as saying is the worst movie I've ever paid money to see. So the fact that they're doing this one (laughs) makes me nervous, but the trailer got me, man. The trailer looks like, all right, she's about to get busy in this movie and like, you know, beat up a bunch of people. I like seeing yeah. that. Like, she's like the secret agent goes and beats up a bunch of people, and then just like kind of walks out like without a scratch. Like, I like those type of movies. Are but you a James one,
1: Bond person or?
0: Uh, I like them. I, my dad used to watch them a lot, like the like the older ones a lot when I was a kid. So I'd watch some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've seen maybe two or three of the newer ones with uh, was it Daniel Craig? I
1: think so. I think I've
0: seen right. like maybe three of his. So, um, so yeah, I like them, I like mm-hmm. them. I'm not like a huge Bond fan. There's like a billion of them. So it's like hard to like right. keep up. And it's like, <laughs> it's weird. Cause like they don't connect, but they do connect. And there's like 50 and it's like, what are we doing? Like there's different Bonds. Like, I don't know. So it's yeah. like, but it's the same, but it's the same exact story every time. <laughs> like, right. like, yeah, it's, I don't get it. I don't get what Bond is, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they're not bad. Um, but then, yeah, that's all I had for this episode. Did you have anything else you want to add?
1: Uh, no, I, w- maybe I would if I took notes during the movie and I like can't even read them.
0: Yeah. I, I love that you, I love that you took handwritten. I mean, you're not the first person to take handwritten notes. I had, I had one of my guests came up here with typed oh, yeah? out notes. Oh wow. Like type and print it out. Like, you know, obviously I typed mine up and put on my laptop. She typed them up and then printed them That's out. That's impressive. Next step. Yeah. Raise the bar. So yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I tried to take notes um in the theater but it was really dark so it just like it was such a struggle i've written over some of the notes but i feel like we covered a lot of ground here and right. i think we did a good job
0: I, I think so too i think i appreciate you coming up i think you did a fantastic job
1: oh thank you um, thanks for having me this was fun
0: absolutely anytime all right everyone thank you all for listening until next week peace out